Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown re-watch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. Um, I'm Andrew Lowe. I'm Tim Tucker. And today we have series two, episode six, which is called Dead Potting Society, which uh, I imagine is a reference to Dead Poets Society, Tim. I think I think that must be it, mustn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit tenuous, isn't it? I'm not quite yeah. sure why it's even in there. Um, yeah. It's not relevant to the plot, but, is well, it? Well, potting, because it's golf, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy but the, the plot isn't relevant to Dead Poets Society, is it? No. So it's not a great start. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so context, how are we getting on with lockdown? Well, whew, had a, a hairy <clears throat> weekend, as in... Um, Mm-hmm. You know, nothing specific has happened, but uh, mentally, um, yeah, just, yeah, as always, just sort of all over the place a bit. How about you? Yeah, yeah, same here, yeah. Yeah, just sort of a um, little light at the end of the tunnel, I think. It's just a sense that people are easing lockdowns, you know, in Europe and yeah. stuff like that. People are going outside again. I know. It's just a holding pattern, isn't it? It's that feeling of, um, are we ever going to get back to anything vaguely resembling? Normality. Yeah, and I think because I've been reading articles on, um, I read Flipboard, and um, they, there's a lot of talk now, isn't there, about what life's going to be like after the lockdown. So it's not, it's it's starting to feel like the light at the end of the tunnel is sort of moving away from us. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, like we always say, I want to caveat all of this with, um, I've got it lucky, you know, I've got a garden, mm. um, I'm, I'm with a family, it's all good. But um, you know, you've got to acknowledge your own sort of response, haven't you, and try and try and work with what you got and it is it's it's challenging yeah it's that old, it's kind of like mental health management isn't it where you just think well if i think about the big picture well you know we both write and we're both writers write novels and mm-hmm. if you think of the big picture it becomes quite overwhelming doesn't it i think so if you think yeah. right if you sit down you open microsoft word blank page i'm going to write a novel it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But if you sit down and think, right, I'm going to write 500 words mm. um, today, then I'll leave it and try and do the same tomorrow. You just break it down into little things and focus on the smaller details. And eventually you find yourself with a novel. At the, eventually. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like this now. I, I think of it as day by day, sort of hour by hour, minute by minute if I have to, if I'm feeling really stressed about the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I'll just distract. Distraction is a very good strategy. Yeah, I think whether you know playing games or reading or watching something, and trying not to kind of let your mind drift to the, you know, the sort of broader picture of the whole thing, which you have no control over, really, do you? Yeah, I think there's that, and also adjusting. I still feel like I'm adjusting to being at home all the time, and and that sort of confinement and everything is is kind of weird. But um, yeah. Anyway, we don't want to whinge, do we? Because one of the things we do to get around it is to to watch The Simpsons, which is always a joy. <laughs> I like the fact we're competing over segues from uh, <laughs> lockdown into The Simpsons. <laughs> I think there's a finite number that we can do and we sort of have to loop them. Um, yeah, let's keep but, going. So we're on Put- Dead Putting Society, written by Jeff Martin. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, there's a, a bit of a meta chalkboard gag, isn't there? I'm not a 32-year-old woman, which... Um, it's a reference to Nancy Cartwright, isn't it? Yeah. She does the voice of Bart. I don't know why it happened in this episode... 
I don't know if that was a revelation at this point in the, the show's history or something. But um, It's yeah. just in that awkward kind of phase of adolescence, the show, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. Where it sort of, it kind of feels stronger than it actually is. It's sort of reaching forward, but it still isn't quite, doesn't quite have the all the tools, you know, it's yeah. not quite as sort of um, complete as it thinks it is. But there are some aspects of it, like the, the blackboard gags, which are starting to become more meta and more strategier. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, and there's some great things about this episode. So let's take it step by step, shall we? And then uh, see what we make of it. Homer mowing the lawn is where it starts, isn't it? And it plays on him yeah. and his neighbours' um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned Flanders, who's always well-meaning, right? He's always sort of saying things like, you know, I could help you get rid of that crabgrass over there. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, calls Homer over for a drink. Yeah. An amazing clubhouse he's got, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a ridiculous... Um sort of basement it's like a basement kind of you know yeah doesn't he call it the rumpus room or something like that but he's got <laughs> he's got like a, a pool table uh yeah a sort of train set table like a mm. bar a football table he's got you know his his wife is amazing they've got yeah. an amazing marriage she comes in and brings some sandwiches and they're, they're obviously very sort of intimate and in love uh, yeah, his bar's got sort of craft beers, and he? he's got like beers from around the world, saying that one's a lovely one from Belgium or something. And and then his son comes in and says, "Thanks for helping me with my science project. You've got you're the best dad in the world." <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just this is one of the things that they do so well. The way they take they contrast yeah everything to the nth degree like this. And home is obviously feeling very very uh, um, inferior. It is relatable though, isn't it? I think most of us know somebody who we sort of think, how do they manage their life this well? Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, you know that you're not supposed to dislike them, but you sort of do. Well, we've had this before, haven't we? We've had this with the Call of the Simpsons where he's been jealous of, uh, of Ned Flanders and his huge RV. Yeah, that's so, right, yeah. Uh, and it really eats, gets under Homer's skin. I noticed this episode, actually, Homer is really angry for the whole episode. It really sort of... Yeah. I found it quite disturbing, almost. <laughs> it's unusual to see him. You know, he's on yeah, this... He is. He's on a slightly different register for the whole episode. Like, he's just furious all the time. And um, He's on a, he's on a hair trigger, isn't he? Because he suddenly shouts out, you know, I get it, our family stinks, you yeah, know, which is a yeah. little bit sensitive. <laughs> yeah, and then he storms out of there. Not before finishing his beer, though. Yeah, I, I do like the call that he makes to Lovejoy, and and this is something I I seem to I don't know if it happens more than once, but I I, I remember quite fondly is um, Lovejoy is the Reverend of Springfield, but he's sort of exasperated by Ned, isn't he? So this is Ned calling Lovejoy about feeling guilty for. Yeah. This is the great thing about this is that Homer is the one who's who's overreacted and stormed out of there. Yeah. But obviously Ned is tossing and turning and worrying about, yeah. <laughs> about he's. He's invited him to say he's given him beer sandwiches and he's been as nice as possible. And he's the one who feels guilty about it. He says, I flunked the whole turn the other cheek test, <laughs> didn't he? And, um, <laughs> and he, uh, he, he says, I violated Matthew 1919 and even Lovejoy doesn't get the reference. So I, I love all that. It's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. he, he's like the nerdy do-gooder, basically, isn't he? He's so perfectly pitched. And then so Ned writes to Homer, doesn't he? Yeah, he writes him a, a letter and then, and then the next you see Homer reading it out to the to the family and, and laughing about Ned's attempt to um, to, to sort of <laughs> to make peace like using set because he says something like oh I'll, I'll, we need to gather I'll gather you back to my bosom or something oh yeah and Bart's loving yeah. that and they're all sniggering and Homer's <laughs> obviously leading it by laughing yeah. at his letter with no, no no emotional intelligence whatsoever you know just just laughing <laughs> it just 
this man's <laughs> attempt to kind of reconcile. And then Bart keeps going bosom and laughing at the word. Even Lisa's laughing at it, isn't she? You'd yeah. expect, yeah. you expect Lisa and Marge to be on the other side. And I think in later seasons they would be. Yeah. But at this point, they haven't quite established that those lines and Lisa is enjoying it just as much as uh, yeah. just as much as Bart is. It's, it's Marge who says, This is outrageous, you know, you need to you Yeah, need to it's mean spirited, it. isn't it? But it inspires Homer to take the family to to Sir Puttalot. Yeah. Merry old fun centre. The local crazy golf. And um, the Flanders are there. Um, I love, can I just have a little aside? A couple yeah. of things. I love his little names. You know, we, you know, when we talk about drawing a great character, yeah. um, again, from writing, it's great to have them have a, some sort of idiomatic speech pattern. And there's so much about Flanders' speech that is just him, yeah, isn't wonderful, it? Yeah, wonderful, like yeah. Call, he calls Todd the Toddmeister and Todsky. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, I've only just realised that Todd and Rod are, are presumably named after God, right? To rhyme with God. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's only just occurred to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was obviously going to always have his kids' names rhyme with God, whatever they were called. I like the um, Sir Potterlot's Merry Old Fun Centre. That's one of my favourite elements of this show. It's kind of, <laughs> there's something very sort of um, American about that. That, yeah. Again, it's that cultural thing of not having any history, so you just sort of appropriate it from other places. You just have these, yeah, well, it's kind of badly themed medieval, oldy worldy sort of knights and pirates and yeah. Sort of things. Yeah. We also make at, at this point because I don't know if we'll get get a chance later just to say how some of the the um what what are they call the courses mm. how great they are like yeah. the. the um, Lincoln opening his legs in a weird sort. Yeah, of... they're fantastic, aren't they? The course, the course design is. Um... It's almost like a lot of the, in terms of the story of this episode, you know, I think it's okay, but a lot mm. of the, this is one of those episodes where um, the sort of surrounding stuff is is the star, really. Yeah, the stuff definitely. Like the, the courses and the, the specifics. It's like an alligator with boxing gloves, isn't there? You're just like, yeah. what? And there's, um, <laughs> and there's uh, a sort of massive ape, and Homer yeah. misses a pot, doesn't he? And he sort of stands around. Looking angry and mirroring the kind of apes. Mirroring the, yeah, that's good. Yeah, and um, he says it's this is so difficult that not even Jack Nicholson can could could put put this for me. And um, they definitely have like fun a with pirate. that course. Yeah, the pirate. Yeah, there's yeah. a pirate, an octopus. There's also wonderfully a, a dinosaur eating a, ca- a caveman, <laughs> 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 and a great sort of sphinx, um, like a pyramid, pyramid. Yeah, obstacles. Um, there's a big shoe, presumably the old woman who lived in a shoe. So they just sort of pick, pick and mix from, yeah, like nursery rhymes and medieval history and things. It's slightly absurd. Every and, one of them. Well, they, Abraham yeah. Lincoln is the only kind of real American cultural thing that they feel. But, but it's such about. a weird leg movement that they make him do to let the ball through. Yeah. <laughs> it somewhat so, somewhat detracts from the um, the statesmanlike <laughs> image of Abe Lincoln. I love that, <laughs> but um, but anyway, Homer pits Bart against Todd, doesn't he? And uh, gives him all the wrong lessons as always. Tells him it's not okay to lose, um, and they end up. Oh no! Hold on, there's, there's a kind of they see the competition, don't they? That's it. Yeah, they see the competition. I'll mention this because it's a lovely bit where um, great meta gag where um, Todd says, you know, great. Oh, there's a competition. Look, you get fifty dollars to win, and Bart says, hey, look, free balloons for everyone who enters. Yeah. He automatically sets his standards as low as possible. Yeah. And when they're talking, when Homer is talking to Bart about how um, he's going to compete, again, great background stuff. 
Have you, did you notice the trophies? Bart's trophies. No. Yeah, they're brilliant. There's um, something like sixth place and there's runner-up, like honourable mention, and then there's one that says <laughs> everybody gets a trophy day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, mm. yeah. I love those uh, background details. It really rewards you pausing and, and taking a look sometimes, doesn't it? So so um, Homer starts training Bart. So they're, pit- they're pitted against each other now, aren't they? And even Ned's riled up now. Um, and Homer trains him, puts up a picture of Todd to sort of focus his hatred towards... <laughs> Um, and I love yeah. Then Todd walks past, doesn't he, and says, Hi, "Yeah." Bob. <laughs> I love Marge. It's just, you just realise how absurd this is. Just as little kid, he's perfectly nice. I know, and they're such a good family as well. And and I hear I love Marge's yeah. line. She says, um, "I couldn't I couldn't help overhearing you warp Bart's mind." She says, <laughs> "Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's great, isn't it?" And Homer, one of the classic. I think there are two, maybe even three Homer lines in this episode. Yeah. It sounds like we're talking this episode up again, doesn't it? It's going to yeah, it does. Yeah, but there's a great, um, there's a great Homer line here where he says, "I wrote it down." It's um, sometimes the only way you can feel good about yourself is to make someone else look bad, <laughs> 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 which is, which ultimately is his own, is his inspiration for all his actions this episode. I know, but that wouldn't be so funny if it wasn't. There wasn't a slight grain of truth to it, would it? Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah, I mean? it's great. But yeah, it reminds um, me of that. Um, I think it slightly going up a few literary references. It reminds me. I think it might be Gore Vidal who said, "It's not enough that my um, that I win, my enemy must lose." Yeah, like that, which is a great it speaks a lot to kind of male rivalry and Absolutely. competition, doesn't it? It's Schadenfreude, basically, isn't it? That's yeah, that's the yeah. word for it. We don't have a word in English, but yeah. Um, so Lisa takes Bart to the library, which is a first for Bart. <laughs> um, yeah. he, I, I love that he thinks when she says we can borrow them that it's sort of air quotes for stealing, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, he goes, "Oh right, okay, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she sort of sort of leads him on a bit of a Buddhist training thing. Yeah. I, I love the way that he completely misunderstands the lessons, like the one hand clapping lesson. <laughs> he said it's like a mind clearance technique. Yeah. But he, he actually attempts and succeeds in clapping with one hand, doesn't he? Yeah, he makes um, a sound, which is that sound, yeah. And she does the tree falling down riddle, doesn't she? Yeah. That wakes up, that sort of gives him the epiphany. Yeah, that's right. If a tree falls down in a the forest, then there's no one there to hear it. Uh, does it make a sound? That's right, yeah. The thought experiment. Which, of course, depends on which uh, metaphysical branch you know, <laughs> yeah. you, you subscribe to, doesn't it? Whether you subscribe to substance theory or bundle theory, Tim. I was thinking exactly the same thing, Andy. And uh, <laughs> Which one does, uh, <laughs> uh, which one does uh, uh, Bart fall down on, do you think? Because well, it definitely connects with him. Yeah, I, I don't think this is the place to start discussing subjective idealism. <laughs> We might lose the audience. So, um, but it does work because he does actually improve. Yeah. I, I love that Lisa fully sort of gets him into shape on this. Um, at this point, Homer taunts Ned and they mm. start a bet, a bet, don't they? He basically drags him down to his level, Homer, in this episode, doesn't he? Ned? Yeah, they take it very seriously and they say whoever, whichever, the father of, which is important, isn't it? The father of the, the boy who doesn't win uh, has to yeah. mow, the, mow his neighbour's lawn in is why Sunday best or Sunday best. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Which sets us up for yeah. Act 3, doesn't it? It does. And so we go now to um, 
Back to the dead. Sorry, what's it called? The, the no, it's called Sir Potterlot's Merry Old Fun Celtic. That's it. Yeah, there's a great English announcer in it, isn't there? Yeah. Um, he's he's got a great sort of turn of phrase. The English. Oh. I, I didn't write any of them down, but I did titter a bit at his um, English accent and uh, approach to it. Yeah, he's sort of making um, weird references like Mount Batten giving India back to the Punjabs and right. this kind of weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Ned has totally turned by now. As I said, Homer's sort of dragged him down to his own level and he says mercy is for the weak, doesn't he? And then um, uh, they start the course. Um, both... There's a fantastic, another great Homer line where he sees Ned uh, saying a little prayer before they start. Hmm. And Homer says, it's no good praying, Ned. I did the same and we can't both win. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great logic. It is. It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> Um, I've just remembered there's and also a... Homer says don't forget he says to sorry he says to Bart <laughs> he says don't forget it's what Vince Lombardi said I think Vince Lombardi is an American football coach, coach. yeah he is Again, yeah. I don't know anything about it but it doesn't it doesn't really you don't really need to know no he says if you lose you're out of the family <laughs> <laughs> it's really which harsh. is pretty inspirational yeah yeah so, and th- this course has got some great um, courses as well, isn't it? There's the Itchy and Scratchy um, course, the yeah. Power Plant is in there. Um, Burns' Power Plant, yeah. a, a course. Um, so, I mean, you know, you can't describe this very well, but basically it comes down to the last part and the boys decide to call it a draw, don't they? In a, a display of gallantry, as it's called. Yeah, I quite like that ending, actually. I like that they just go, this is a bit much. Yeah, and Ned learns the right lessons from it, no. but Homer doesn't, does he? He has them both. And Lisa says a great, great line watching Homer in his Marge's dress mowing the lawn. They both have to do it, but Lisa says, why do I get the feeling that one day I'll be describing this to a psychiatrist? That's great. <laughs> yeah, That's I think it. we've talked this episode up a bit, Tim, haven't we? I do, I feel much started, better about it. Yeah. Yeah, we started by not liking it and we've managed to like it more. Well, yeah, in, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Sometimes reviewing it, you realise actually that was a good episode. It's definitely a solid yeah. episode, wasn't it? And um, yeah, yeah, it had a lot of charm, a lot of interesting ideas, definitely built on the Ned Flanders and Homer relationship. Yeah, so I think it's my turn to start scoring. So I'll go for a solid eight, actually, which is uh, probably a whole point above what I was going to give it. Yeah, I'm going to go seven and a half, seven point five. I think I've started to get into yeah, this habit now of going down a little bit from whatever you rate it. But I genuinely, <laughs> that's not to kind of all be different or anything. That's just because I genuinely think, yeah, I started on a sort of seven and I've taught myself up to a seven and a half. Yeah, I was on um, a seven. I've gone up to eight. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of it's interesting because it's it's one of those episodes that like like we said before, it feels like it's 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 adolescent. This is the show now. It's on the cusp of greatness. Yeah. It's on yeah. the cusp of coming of age and, and starting. And we're and then over the next few episodes, I think we've got a couple of fairly flat ones. Yeah. I actually we've got one more flat one, a Thanksgiving episode, which will probably end up being yeah. great again. Yeah. But um I think then it really starts to take off and you start to we get more characters introduced, like um we're gonna see Troy McClure very soon and we're gonna see uh, another wonderful character. Dr. Nick Riviera. Yeah, we're gonna see Groundskeeper Willie. Yeah. He's in about four or five episodes of time. Brilliant character. Got Lionel Hutz coming soon. Lionel I love Hutz, Lionel yeah. Hutz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's great. The shyster sort of, you know, corrupt yeah. lawyer, ambulance chasing lawyer. Um, but yeah, this one this episode feels a little bit before that 
that sort of um, golden yeah. era really kicks off, doesn't it? So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, eight eight seems fair to me. I'm going to stick with eight. But um, yeah, really enjoyed enjoyed uh, going back over it. Actually, as you said, I think we talked it up a bit because um, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of great moments. I think that's the key to this one. Yeah. So thanks for listening and keep listening. Please we'll be do. back back soon with our baffling Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> um, get in touch. Twitter at Stay At Home Pod. Send us an email. Uh, stay at home pod at gmail.com. Yeah. And please, for the love of God, go to <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it, and leave us a review. Please do. Rating. Just anything, you know, trying to get a bit of exposure, trying to get a bit more to sort of grow a little bit. Yeah. Help people bring joy to their lives by introducing every episode of The Simpsons during lockdown. I think that's a positive thing to do. Yeah, if you've enjoyed this, this if you're enjoying listening to this, then um, give give a bit back, you know. Don't just sit there <laughs> passively consuming things. Absolutely. Try and try and um, <laughs> try and put, bring bring something positive into the world, you know, by leaving us a little review. We love it, and um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you next time. And don't say, don't think, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, and then <laughs> when you turn this off, like you know, go and make yourself a cheese toasty or something, and ignore mm. it and don't bother. Just do, do it, it immediately after. <laughs> Right. I hope someone is actually making cheese toasty as we speak. That would freak them out. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. See you next time. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>